0: To Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Ever think it would be cool to have a clone? Someone who could do all the things you don't want to do? (laughs) What if that person was your identical twin? Would you consider that person a clone? After all, what makes you an individual if another person in the world shares your exact DNA? Brendan is struggling with finding his own identity. Being a twin is hard enough, but being the responsible twin, (laughs) that gets old. Nick never seems to care what others think, and it's Brendan who feels he needs to worry about everything, especially after their family has moved to a small farm in the countryside of Pennsylvania after their father has been killed in an accident. And the other thing that concerns Brendan is not only is he worried about his mom and his brother, But he's also worried about his sister, Amy. She really seems to be going off the rails. Everything is falling apart for Amy. And he's getting to the point where he's actually physically worried about her. To make things worse, not long after they move to their new place, Nick and Brendan are playing with Shag in the backyard and accidentally let her get loose. And so now she's off somewhere in the woods and they have to try to find her. So Amy and Nick and Brendan all head off into the woods, and they go looking for their dog, but they come across something else. Wait, Nick called from a short distance behind, and Brendan turned toward him. As he bounded over to where Brendan stood, Nick said, We should go back. We're not finding any prints, let alone shag. I'm sick of this. Besides, Mom's going to miss us and get frantic. We don't want her calling the cops or something. Hey, Amy! She was five yards ahead of them, clawing up the side of a huge boulder. When she reached the top, she rose slowly to her feet and stood still, but she didn't turn toward the boys. Her back was straight and her legs slightly apart, as if she were facing a challenger. She won't listen, said Brendan. We're going to have to catch her and drag her home. She's nuts. He scrambled toward her. When he reached Amy's rock, he had to search out handholds one by one until he dragged himself up and started to stand. Surprise made him crouch back down. The rock was at the top of a precipice. He peered out cautiously at the white stream of water that plunged over ten feet into a pool, about half the size of a tennis court. Another smaller waterfall fed into it from the left. Nick arrived next to him, huffing and grumbling. But when he looked down, he whistled. Looks deep enough to swim in. Let's go see. Brendan glanced at Amy and found his attention caught by her trance-like expression. Her unblinking blue eyes were staring into the pool, She moved away from him closer to the edge so that the toes of her sneakers hung over. "'Careful,' Brendan whispered. He couldn't take his eyes off his sister, even though he wished he could turn away. The noise of the falls was joined by a warning inside his head. "'Stop, Amy, don't move!' He screamed silently because he knew she wouldn't listen to him. "'Hey, Amy, what are you doing?' Nick asked. Amy's hands were now stretched toward the sky, and she was prying off her sneakers with her toes. "'You can't dive!' Nick's voice was filled with panic. Brendan reached toward her, scrambling, clutching, trying to catch her. But he wasn't fast enough. The Shadowed Unicorn by Sheila Kelly Welch